Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to another episode of What the How. It has been a while since we have been here, but we are back with episode 90. I am Jared Boggess, and I'm joined by my co-host. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. Matt, where have we been for the last month? I feel like it's been a long time since we've recorded. I know. I've missed you. I if you haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's been it's been a while. We've it, it's been it's been uh, quite a month full of recruiting and yeah. and basketball and just lots of stuff that that uh, took our time away from the from the podcast. So yeah. we are we are sorry that we haven't been able to talk to anybody in a while, but we are glad to be back because there's a lot to talk about. Which kind of gives us an an opportunity. I didn't even put this in a script. I just thought about it. Um, you have more than one way to digest what's going on in a week now because we've actually launched a video series weekly, Wolves Athletics Weekly, yep. um, where it's we dive into what's going on with the athletic program here at West Georgia for that week. We got student athletes, staff interviews on there. It's a great thing, and it's a collaboration with the UWG Productions. So a great project there, and that comes out on Tuesday, sometimes early Wednesdays, just depending on the timeline. Right. Um, and it goes out on the website, YouTube, so be on the lookout for that each and every week. But don't stop listening to What the Howl, no, no, we're still here too. This week, though, on 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 Wolves, Wolves Athletics Weekly, you'll find Dave Moore. Uh, he he's going to uh, give us an update on on basketball and how things have been going there, and also you get to meet the best name possibly on campus right now. Got to be Fuzzy Fur. Fuzzy Fur, the uh, West Georgia designated hitter. He can also play outfield and first base if he needed to. Transferred from Tusculum, and he, that is his name, Fuzzy Fur, according to Trent Ross. I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I announced him at bat on Saturday, I felt yeah. like I was pranking somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's his real name, but his real name is Fuzzy Fur. Fuzzy Fur. I love and, it. And and according to Trent Ross, that is his actual name on the on his roster. Yeah. Like on his official roster cuz Trent's got got uh he he teaches some classes. Trent Ross our our deputy AD. He teaches classes here at the University of West Georgia, and he said that it is fuzzy. I think his real name is Charlie. Christian. Christian. Christian, my bad. Yeah. It, it had a C-H at the beginning. You were close. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, but yeah, so he, he does – his real name is Christian, but he goes by Fuzzy, and uh, and we couldn't be happier to have him here. He had a home run this weekend, which makes it even you're, better. You're jumping ahead. I know. I'm getting ahead. Sorry. Yeah, um, and so we've exciting. already got completely off the rails, but what it, it wouldn't be an episode of What the Hell if we didn't get no. off the rails really no. early in the episode. Uh, but here on episode 90, uh, we're going to recap last week. We'll catch you up on basketball, not to the extent Dave Moore will give you. We don't have that kind of insider access because we're not the head coach. But like you said, on Wolves Athletics Weekly, uh, Dave Moore this week. But we'll catch you up on men's basketball, women's basketball, what uh, those sports look like coming down the stretch of their regular season. Baseball, softball opened their seasons this weekend. We'll talk about that. We also got to talk about National Signing Day. Football added 25 guys last Wednesday, so we'll talk about that. And then, of course, we'll end it with a preview of this week's road action. We've got a busy week. We've got one home game. That was yesterday, um, but then a week full of road games to talk about this week. So let's jump in. Let's talk about the recap and we'll start it with basketball who are coming down the stretch. I think we've got three weeks left of the regular season. Women's basketball has a few more games to play because they've got some makeups, but seven, seven. Yeah. That's how many games the women have. Yep. The men I think have uh I think it's six, six. Yeah. yeah. They, cause they're going to play shorter. Right. And the women are not going to make that game up, but then 
men's basketball didn't lose the AUM Montevallo games. Right. So let's talk about, we'll start with the women. They went one and one last week with a loss at Union and an OT win over CBU. And of course, they played last night against AUM, but obviously we recorded that before um, that game happened. So go to uwgathletics.com for the score for that game. But back to Saturday, huge overtime win over CBU. CC Carter with another 20-point game, her eighth of the year with 24. And then Jalen Austin and Valencia Carroll with double-doubles. I wasn't there. I was over at baseball. Uh, Matt, it had to be an exciting win in overtime. It really was, and, and it was, I think it was her fourth in the last seven, ga- seven games as well, Twenty point as far as 20-point games. Yeah, she's averaging and, over 20 points since the calendar flipped to 2022. Yep. 16.8 on the season. Yeah, uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, time. Uh, a good crowd there, lots of fun, lots of energy within within the uh, the Coliseum there. And uh, and it was one of those that it was almost always in doubt. So so it, it kept you on the edge of your seat the whole time. It was back and forth, back and forth, and and nobody could really gain any kind of traction with a lead uh, because every time you'd try to get a big lead, uh, all of a sudden here comes the other team uh, with a couple of shots made, and uh, they could shoot three pointers pretty well. And yeah, I think they had some. They had one girl score twenty nine and one score twenty. Yeah, twenty nine was from Emily Jones, who leads yeah. the league in scoring, uh, and she knows how to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, and that's uh, a lot. A big part of the game. Is yeah. Putting the ball in the hoop, and in she did hoop. that well. Yeah. But we did it better, scoring 93 points in the overtime win. Um, big win, 150th win uh, at West Georgia for head coach Scott Groniger. So right. congratulations to uh, Coach Groniger on that. Uh, now he is one of two coaches with 150 wins in their careers here at West Georgia, him and Craig Roden, of course, now the head coach at Delta State. Um, so a big kudos to Scott Groniger there. Uh, but the women overall, 7-10, and 10, entering this week, of course, we talked. Uh, they had a game last night, and that's not factored into that record. 4-8 and eight mark in GSC play. So right now on the outside looking into that tournament, but with seven games to play and some winnable games in that group of seven, who knows? It, we we might can sneak in. You might be the seven or eight seed, and not like your first round matchup. But uh, you can't win it if you don't get in it. That's a good point. So we just got to keep fighting hard. We've got the talent. We've got you know you got people. If you got people who can score twenty points a game, you, then that helps. You've got you've got the you've got the firepower. We just got to put it all together. Absolutely. Moving on to the men, talk about some firepower. They've got a lot of firepower in that lineup. They mm-hmm. also went one and one last week. Road lost to Union on Wednesday, and then they beat Christian Brothers on Saturday at home. We're at eleven and ten overall, and eight and six in the GSC, and we've won seven of our last eight games. We're getting hot at the right time, just like we did last year. Um, got a chance to get in the top four of that Gulf South Conference tournament. We do, and 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 we're playing very very well right now. Um, it, it, we had that one little, I mean, a three point loss to Union last week, and that's that's the only that's the only blip that we've had in the last eight games, and. Uh, and you know CBU tested us because Ding Yao was out. Oh, was he? He did not play. Um, uh, but Ding Yao had, had had moved into the starting lineup. They, uh, Coach Moore had shifted things around a little bit, mm-hmm. and the sixth man was sixth man was kind of a two man thing, and it was uh, Seth Brown Carter and Jalen Sasser coming in off the bench, and then he put Ding Yao and Keyshawn Hurd in, in the, the starting lineup, lineup. and. That was the that when when he did that he the first time he did that was at Christian Brothers. We lost that game, but we played better. Mm-hmm. Did it the next game, and that that started the winning streak. And yeah. then uh, then we went six games, um, lost game seven, and then and then beat CBU in the return. And I'll tell you what, Daniel Luz, the uh, I don't know who that is. He is a he is a another CBU's got two freshmen that are stellar. Oh, okay. And this guy does not look like he's uh, a freshman at all. He's got the hairline of a uh, of a thirty five year old 
NBA player. As long as he can't shoot like that, we'll be all right. Exactly. <laughs> but he 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 just looks he looks older. You, yeah. you know how we I mean we've talked about that for years. There's guys that look really old. Yeah. But he's a freshman. Mm. Mm. And mm. uh and he played very, very well early in the game. I think they jumped out to like a nine to two lead uh, wow. right off the bat. Um but we we fought our way back and uh and ended up with 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 the win there. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, like we said, chance to get into that top four of the GSC tournament. That's big because that would give us a first-round home game in the Gulf South Conference tournament. And um, you know how it is in the Gulf South Conference when you're traveling. Anytime you're at home, you've got an upper hand because you hadn't been on a bus for six hours, five exactly. hours, however long you're traveling. Um, so, yeah, automatic advantage if we can get that home home game in the first round. So hopefully Dave Moore and – the Wolves can get that done. Uh, let's move along to baseball where, let me check, yep, we just scored again, Matt. We did, but it wasn't on a triple from from Brody Worth. <laughs> Who scored this one? Uh, I think it was uh, Fuzzy Fur. Oh, Fuzzy Fur, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, what an offensive explosion from Jeff Smith's uh, crew out at Cole Field this weekend. 51 runs, 45, 45 hits, and and it was just it was just it just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. Four home runs yesterday, I think. I think it was three uh, yesterday three? and yeah. four total. Fuzzy four total, Fur hit yes, one Saturday yeah. and then three yesterday. Yeah. Um, Calibro, Ca- uh, yeah, Calabro, Calabro, yeah, Calabro. Uh, Wortham and Webb yeah. all hit home runs on Sunday. Calab- you know, we got Fuzzy who's got the greatest name, uh, and then we got Calibro. Calibro. Greatest mustache, maybe in the history of sports. <laughs> it's it is it's definitely really, the best in Gulf South Conference baseball. Absolutely, he is really rocking that. He looks directly out of the late seventies, oh, early eighties, and um and it is fantastic to have him on our team. And he is he is I, I would I would put him in the in in his uh, intensity on the field that I saw yesterday. I would put him in in the Cade Marlowe category. And Cade Marlowe is playing professional baseball, so yep. that's good. Uh, so he hit a home run yesterday. He did. He and and I thought it was a gapper to right to right center, and apparently so did he. <laughs> he um, sprint the whole area because he was uh, he was moving at, um, just past first base. I I, I was watching him, and uh, and the ball just kept going and kept going and, and found its way over the fence. And uh, and he got into his trot, but I'll I'll tell you what he he was, and I asked him about it after the game in the post game interview. You can watch it at UWG Baseball. Go to uh, Twitter. Nice, nice plug. Nice little nice little segue there. Um, but he uh, he he said he said he was thinking three the whole time. He he was thinking triple, uh, and and then it just went over the fence, and so he didn't have to run as hard. Wind must have been blowing out. It it. Yeah, it was blowing in on uh, Saturday. I, I don't really know if the wind was blowing out, but it was a it was it was a line shot. It it did not it wasn't a high. Yeah, it, it was and given that it was opposite field, he just really just got a hold of it. Very nice, but yeah, the final scores in that series against Kentucky State fourteen to one, and Kentucky State's uh, number one who pitched game one did pretty well. He threw yeah. over a hundred pitches, and I think when he came out, it was four to one. He got in some trouble, came out. And then from that point on, we hammered every other pitcher they yeah. they put out there. Correct. Um, but fourteen one in game one and seventeen one in game two. That was a fun filled Saturday yes. of uh, offense there for me while you were over at basketball. And then twenty to two on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, big big weekend to open the twenty twenty two campaign for Jeff Smith, Brian Niedbalski, and the Wolves on the diamond. Well, and you, had, you all right. So Fuzzy hit seven fifty for the weekend. Is that good? I, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty good. I, I, and then uh, and Wortham was eight for twelve, so he picked up where he where he left off last year. Uh, the team hit four eighty four for the weekend, sixteen doubles. Um, I mean, just yikes! It, it, there was a, it it was as you said, offensive explosion. Yeah, 
And Absolutely. it was not offensive. <laughs> it was, well, it was offensive. If, you're, if you're a fan of the thoroughbreds, you might have found it offensive. <laughs> That's yeah. a very good point. Uh, but, yeah, good start for, for the baseball team. Let's move on. Let's talk about softball. Went down to Gulf Shore. Supposed to play five games in a three-day span, but only got three games in because of rain on Friday. Um, started with a win on Saturday over Spring Hill, a three-to-one victory, um, and then lost games two and three of the weekend to St. Leo and Lubbock Christian. Um we are thin at the pitcher spot right yeah, now. Right. And until that changes, we may uh, have a little bumpy road. Dra- Dra- I think Draper's supposed to be back in, in a in That will a make month a big so, difference. Somewhere around there. That will make a big difference. That, that'll be big. Um, um, but, but, yeah. It, it, and, uh, you know, you can't say enough about, about the challenges that Al's got right now. I mean, he's got five pitchers on the roster. Yeah, and... Three of them can throw right and, now, and and three of them can throw, and one of them is getting back to where she yeah. can throw. Um, uh, so and the one that comes back, Kaya Draper, she was an All GSC selection yeah. and All Region pitcher last year, right? So, so she's a difference maker, difference maker, absolutely. So it it'll, it it will definitely be good to get her back, but right now it's uh, it's bailing wire that we're we're holding everything yeah. together with, and, and we we did a pretty good job. You go back to that St. Leo game, Macy Ann McKnight threw five innings, right? Um, got the win, her second career win. Kaylee Dowdy came on in relief. Uh, shut Spring Hill down. Right, pitched two innings, gave up a walk, but struck out every other batter she faced. Six oh, wow. strikeouts that's in two great. innings, so that's pretty good. Um, but then, um, uh, just lost lost to St. Leo and Lubbock Christian. I know the defense didn't play well, and that's something Al takes very seriously. So he'll shore that up. But I believe we had, I want to say we had six errors combined in those two games, three in each. And if if you're thin at pitcher. You got to have good defense behind him, and if you're right. making errors, you're not making it easy on your pitcher. You're putting them in high pressure situations, and you're talking about people who don't have a lot of experience at the collegiate level, and that right. just makes it harder. Yep. So um, I, I think we'll be fine. We just got to get some more experience back in the circle. Let's move on. Let's talk about signing day, which was a huge day for us all across um, the department on Wednesday, from the social media interactions to the people we signed. An all around positive day. For the Wolves, David Dean and the Wolves announcing 25 signees on National Signing Day last Wednesday. Uh, let's break it down. On the offense, we signed nine guys, four on the offensive line. Always good to bring in some good offensive line talent. We, we signed a running back, Simeon Askew, who was a region player of the year, ran for 1,600 yards in only eight games. Wow. Um, bigger back. Um I'm excited to see what he's going to do when he gets to Carrollton this fall. Yeah, I watched his video a little bit, and um, and he reminds me a little bit of, of Seth Hensley with a little more speed. Yep. Um, the one that uh, Coach Dean compared him to when I was interviewing him and getting quotes for the story was Eric Sweeney a couple years ago mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, Jace Jordan this year. Just a bigger back, more yeah. physical yep. um, than you'd see at this level a lot of times. Because a lot of times you see a smaller, undersized back who's a little more shifty, a la Devontae Jackson at this level. Right. Um, but Simeon Askew going to be an exciting player to watch. We signed a quarterback out of Northside, Warner Robbins, who's a bigger physical quarterback than 6'3", 280? No, 6'3", 230. 230, I believe. Yeah. He may Sorry, have even been 240. when he, 280, yeah, I mean that... Lorenzen. That was, yeah, uh, RIP, Jared Lorenzen. Um, and then two wide receivers and then one athlete, which was Clay Hyatt out of Harrelson County. I know a lot of local people were excited to see him sign here and stay home, play for the Wolves. Um, a guy who in high school did it, did it all. Played quarterback, running back some, and linebacker, and just an amazing talent. I, I haven't seen him play, but everybody that I talk to says... He is a legit difference maker, and I'm excited to see him play too. Go watch his video. Is it Clay, pretty impressive? Clay Hyatt, Harrelson County. It is. It is absolutely impressive. He he can he can do it all. So and he's running away from people. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy, and he is running away from people. 
Um, it's going to be exciting to see where he in, where he lands once he gets here. Yeah, because he can play linebacker or he can play that tight end fullback yeah. position yeah. for us. I, I, and maybe even a wildcat quarterback. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> be interesting to see. Uh, defense was definitely the emphasis for this recruiting class. We signed. Uh, 16 guys on the defensive side of the ball, three defensive linemen, five linebackers, position we were thin at last year, so we addressed some needs there. Six defensive backs, and then two that we've labeled as safeties. Um, and a lot of these guys can absolutely play. The ones that jump out to me, Festus Davies uh, out of Decula is an impressive-looking athlete. Some of those defensive linemen, um, Derek Hubbard or Derek Von Hubbard uh, looks like he can play. Uh, and obviously, I'm just going off what I read in their bios yes. and, and the way they look. But uh, Micah Thurman at linebacker, another guy. And the most impressive part of this whole class is the amount of kids we sign that have played for or won a state championship. Yes, yeah. The, the, and that goes back to um, the the recruiting classes that were built leading up to 2014 and mm-hmm. 15 and, the, and, the, and the, the run to the semifinals. Those were filled with kids who, you know, made it to the third, fourth, finals of the of the ghsa playoffs and and when you get winners they they bring that winning attitude uh, absolutely so it's it's definitely good to see and i and i gotta i gotta say um publicly here uh you did a fantastic job with the uh with the presentation of our uh, of of our football program and these new signees and why thank you and uh best in the business by far uh, I don't think anybody can touch you. If anybody is truly wondering why we didn't record for a week, that's why. Because I I told Matt from the get-go, I said, I think I bit off more than I can chew for this signing day. And I'd say that, I think, every year. But it's always worth it at the end when you, you put these tweets out and you see the kids that have signed. They're excited. They're retweeting it. Their parents are retweeting it. All their families retweeting it. One of my favorite days of the year because a lot of hard work goes into it from a lot of different sides of the department. And it all comes together on that one day for everybody to see over 400,000 impressions on our social media channel, just on Twitter. Um, those two days combined between Wednesday and Thursday, it rolled into Thursday. But yeah, fun day. Appreciate the the uh, kudos there and uh, looking forward to 2023 already. And I've heard that there are sponsorships available for for uh, for signing day next year. Uh, I do believe he just said 400,000 impressions over two days. Yeah, shout out to Adrenaline Power Sports yeah, who sponsored yeah. this year's signing yeah. day. Uh, we really appreciate them coming on board to uh, sponsor that coverage. Um, but an all-around great day, and uh, like I said, already looking forward to 2023 and what we're going to do there. Let's move on. Let's talk about um, this week with with the Wolves. Like we said, a uh, busy week coming up. Every week from here till mid-March is just going to be action-packed because yep. you've got so much going on, and we haven't even got into golf and track and tennis yet. Right. Well, ten- track has started, but they don't have a meet until – Next two weeks, week. yeah, next week. Um, but this week, with the exception of last night's women's basketball game, everything else on the road, put your listening ears on. Here we go today. He, Matt, just motioned he's putting on his listening ears. I appreciate him going along with that joke. Um, today, baseball is headed to Franklin Springs, Georgia, to take on Emmanuel at 3 p.m. I hope the wind is not blowing the same direction it was when we were there for soccer because it smelled like a chicken house. Yes. Um, so just beware if you're headed to Franklin Springs. There's a chicken house nearby, and it's rank. Yeah. Um, but first pitch of that game, 3 p.m. up in Franklin Springs, Georgia. Uh, you want to do Wednesday? Yeah, on Wednesday, women's and men's basketball will be in Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, a couple of huge games uh, against the Lee Flames. Lee is right ahead of us in the men's in the men's standings, and uh, and they're near the top in the in women's. So. Uh, they're ra- nationally ranked on the women's side. Yeah, uh, so th- that is definitely a, a big battle. 
the men's games at Lee have always, always been a battle and that has come down to the wire. We, I think we've hit a game-winning shot there. They've hit a game-winning shot there. It's usually a pretty good, pretty good uh, battle. I think we've won twice up there on the women's side, and one of those was a game winner. The other one, we beat them pretty handily after falling behind, if I remember right. Yeah. But uh, a couple years ago, I was working a baseball game, and uh, going to throw it back. Deja Kane had a game winner up at Lee. Um, it was probably 14 or 15 when that happened. But that was when when we had the Dejas, the Asias and Dejas. We, yeah, we had a bunch of them. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be Wednesday, 530 and 730. Um, tip-offs there for men's and women's basketball. On Friday, tennis finally get their season going. Uh, felt really bad for them. They were supposed to play Thursday, rained out, weather, moved it to Monday. That one got canceled. And they were supposed to play at point last Friday. That one got rained out. Yep. So finally going to get to play first serve 2 p.m. down at uh, point um, in West Point. So uh, good luck to Rhonda Bush and the Wolves tennis team. And, and the Monday game was uh, the Thursday game. And then the Monday match yeah. was supposed to be Senior Day, uh, so we will uh, be stay tuned. We'll let you know what Senior Day is going to look like for uh, tennis moving forward. Um, and Rhonda had uh, Coach Bush uh, had some really cool things planned for it. I think she's going to have free pizza for students out there and stuff. That'll like be that. awesome. It'll be it'll be it'll be a good time. So make sure you pay attention to when that's going to happen and and join us uh, for that that special day. Also on Friday, baseball beginning a, um, a a weekend series. They're playing three different Sunshine State opponents. It'll begin Friday. They're taking on Lynn in Boca Raton. That game begins at 2.30 uh, for the first of three games on the weekend. Yeah, and, and I, I feel bad for the team having to go all the way down to Boca Raton. Yeah, to I mean, you, you finish up a week where it never got over 50 in three <laughs> games, and now you get to go to sunny Florida. Yeah. Yeah, feel bad for those I guys. I feel so bad. Oh, that's going to be a long bus trip. It will be. It, it will be a, lo- a little bit of a bus ride. I wonder how many Buckies they'll pass. Um, at least one. Um, maybe so, two. Uh, but uh, now and then softball is going to head to Greenwood, South Carolina, for four games in two days. In theory. In um, theory, yeah. <laughs> you never know with the weather. At Lander, uh, are you going to that one? No, I'm not. You're not. I, you, you I was going about to, um, but I've decided we've got so much going on Saturday, it's going to be easier for me to cover that from here. Sure. Um, but I do think I may make the trek to uh, Lee on Wednesday for basketball nice. and looking into uh, going with softball to Georgia College next week. And then uh, Saturday, baseball plays at Palm Beach Atlantic. Oh, I'm sorry. We forgot the opponents. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 11.30 start for at, softball game one against Erskine. At Erskine, which Erskine, may, every time I hear that, I feel like I should have a British accent when I say it. <laughs> and then uh, and then at 4.30, we'll take on Lander. So uh, two teams from the area there. Yeah, they're uh, like 20 minutes apart. Yeah, that, we made that trip back in the, in, in, sure did. in the fall. And uh, and then baseball plays at Palm Beach Atlantic in West Palm Beach as a part of that three-game series you were talking about. And women's and men's basketball head to Livingston for, for a 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. showdown against West Alabama. West Al on the men's side is very, very strong. I'm not sure they're on the women. Uh, they beat us here. Uh, they have uh, two players who are have been there for forever. I feel like Bria Dent and Tasia Garrett Hammett, and they are tough to stop. And that'll be a, it. Should be a good game. Um, hopefully, we can get a big road win. So very uh, and Dave Moore's teams t- tend to play better again on the road. Uh, in they, they historically. Have, yeah. So this this is a big um, kind of make it or break it type thing. If if we can win two this week. Um, or even three. Well, no, I'm sorry. If we can win two this yeah, week. Yeah, for the men. For the men. Yeah. Um, and then with shorter coming up next Monday, 
that there's a good possibility that um, that, that could get us yeah. up up into that top four. Absolutely. Uh, Sunday softball will wrap up their weekend. They play 9 a.m. against Frostburg State. Again, this is at uh, in Greenwood on Lander's campus. And then they'll play Lander again at 2 p.m. to wrap up the weekend. Uh, and then baseball will finish up the weekend against Nova Southeastern, West Palm Beach at 12 p.m. West Palm, that's a that's another uh, – it's a ritzy area down there. Yeah, they're they're just going to be roughing it that yeah. this weekend, I'm sure. Very expensive yeah. area. So, like we said, huge week. Everything's on the road, but that doesn't mean you can't follow along. We'll have everything that'll have live stats and live video, which should be almost all of that, maybe not with the softball and baseball, but we'll have links up on uwgathletics.com on those schedule pages. So be sure to check that out if you want to follow along with the Wolves this week. Absolutely. And the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our wolves, so you have definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our wolves. If you're not and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. It's really easy, actually. You just go to uwgathletics.com up on the top Right-hand corner, I believe there's a Give to Athletics athletics button. You click that, takes you to the page. Type in what you want to give, where you want to give it, and voila, you're officially a donor. A donor. And we appreciate it. Like you said, we're grateful for every penny. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at UWG Athletics. Um, A lot of these sports have their own individual Twitter, so be sure to follow those as well. That's where we're pushing all the score updates this year. Uh, So you're going to want to follow those pages as well. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It's like a game program in your phone, in your hand, on your phone. In it your is hand. on your phone and in your hand. There you go. Um, in your phone and on your hand. Uh, wait, huh? I got that backwards. Yes, maybe. In, I don't know. In your in your phone on your on your phone and in your hand. I think we're overthinking it. We probably are. <laughs> uh, but anyway, UWG Game Day Experience app available at any app store that supports your phone. If you've liked what you've heard on this episode of What the How, we'd be greatly appreciative if you would go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, write us a review, and if you do, we'll give you a shout-out. It doesn't cost you a penny. Free shout-outs. Yep, absolutely. Thanks again for listening. We uh, are glad to be back on What the How, and we look forward to being back next week. I am Jared Boggess. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome here at the University of West Georgia. Next week, you shall hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?